Hello, I'm Jonathan Scott, and welcome to On Air Education, a show dedicated to helping parents and teachers with distance and blended learning. We wish to thank our sponsors, Nevada State College. Teachers and parents are working harder than ever preparing for their classes. Some are spending two and three extra hours per night thinking of innovative and creative ways to engage their students using distance learning techniques. On Air Education was created when we asked ourselves, who's teaching the teachers? How can we expect teachers to know how to best communicate on a 13-inch computer screen when they've been in front of a live classroom their entire career? We further learned that teaching history is different than teaching science and that different methods of engagement need to be explored. We're broadcasting from Las Vegas uh, in Clark County, which is the fifth largest school district in the United States, with over 18,000 teachers and over 300,000 students. When we started this project, 30% of Clark County did not have Wi-Fi, 30%. We're happy to report that that number is now down to 11%. Our concept is to pair educators with entertainers and broadcasters who know a few things about engaging an audience. Later in the show, we're going to be joined by Brooke Patton, creator of the Rabbit Hole Children's Theater. But first, you know our first guest as a comedian, an actor, and the proprietor of Las Vegas Comedy Club, bearing his name at the MGM Grand Hotel. Say hello to three-time Emmy Award winner for his role as Robert on Everybody Loves Raymond. Everyone here loves Mr. Brad Garrett. Hello, Jonathan. How are you? <laughs> Thank you, Brad. I really appreciate it. We all appreciate you spending some time this afternoon with us. How's everything My in goodness. California um, from your perspective? Well, it's, uh, well um, I had my first shot, and uh, oddly enough, I grew a tail. <laughs> and you're going to tell it to us today. <laughs> but uh, we're doing okay. You know, as you know, uh, it took California a while to uh, get those numbers down, but we seem to be headed in the right direction. And um, just fingers crossed that we could uh, get back to some uh, type of normal, whatever uh, that would be. We, all, we also have joining us our friends at Clark County Education Association, uh, we asked them for a recommendation of a current affairs social studies teacher, and they introduced us to Kenny Belknap. Kenny, can you please start us off with, with how you're engaging your students using distance learning? Hi, Jonathan. Thanks for uh, having me on. It's great to be here. Um, so really, this year has been a challenge like no other trying to get kids engaged. But uh, what I've learned has worked the best is just kind of putting the ball in their court, right? Um, so I've used a lot of Google Forms and just conversations with students to try and uh, find ways of things that they're interested in talking about. And, you know, when they are when they feel like they're part of the decision making process of what we're going to cover for the day, whether it's topics or just things happening in the news, it seems to help somewhat. But, you know, there's still a lot that we can do to try and, and make that even better. Now, you teach U.S. government politics and economics for an advanced placement classes and it earns college credits. Um, you know, I, and I, I have to defer to our, our guest, Brad. Brad, you've, you've taken some role of social responsibility over the last year because I've been following you on social media. Uh, is, is there anything that you could share as both an, a stage entertainer and, and as a uh, um, television entertainer that helps engage an audience that would possibly help teachers? Well, I, I think, uh, first of all, I just want to send my gratitude uh, to all the educators out there during this incredibly difficult time. Um, I'm doing what I love, uh, gratefully, really because of the influence my teachers had on me uh, when I was starting out. So thank you for that. 
I think the key, at least the key is for me and through my humor and I think acting is uh, what the teachers do as well, is being genuine and being emotionally available. And I think letting the students know that we're just like them. We have anxieties. We have things that we're dealing with. These are uncharted waters that we're all navigating together. And I think whether it's an audience or uh, a classroom virtually, I, I, I would assume that the key is uh, just letting them know that we're all in this together and a lot of the emotions that they're feeling, uh, uh, we're, we're feeling on our end. Um, I learned a term from Kenny that I'd never heard before, Brad. It's called political socialization. Um, you know, everybody talks about how kids are missing, you know, they're missing the interaction uh, on a daily basis. But in, in what you teach, I, you know, the question, and again, this is going back to this, the last year, I said, how has this last year been for you teaching U.S. government? And you said, Four years, not just one year, but four years have been crazy. And I said to you, do you still find that that children take the same political views as their parents? I would say, yeah, uh, most of the time it's it's uh, Democrats have Democrats and Republicans have Republicans when they have kids, uh, because that's the biggest influence on you know their their psyche when it comes to understanding government and politics. So, uh, Brad, I, I know I noticed that you actually did a public service announcement uh, for Californians when it was just starting. And a little later on, I think we're going to even even play that. Um, but how's it, how's it been for you personally um, without a live audience in front of you? You know, this is the longest I've really gone uh, not performing uh, in front of a live audience. Uh, it, it's been quite a while. And I have to say, uh, it's, it's created anxiety for me that I haven't felt in quite a while. I've had extra anxiety about my, my family and my kids when the pandemic started out. But, you know, performers live off that connection. And uh, whether it's healthy or not, uh, you know, we, we, we need that. And, and I think the audiences uh, are missing that, that live entertainment uh, as well. But it's, it's definitely, I think, taken its toll. And it's also created more gratefulness, uh, believe it or not, in, in my life when I sit back and see what some of the suffering that's going on uh, uh, with, with people in this country and how inadequately we were prepared to take on something as catastrophic as this. So me being able to not work and step back and look at what really matters even more uh, has, been, has been enlightening and, and helping. I read that you were 23 the first time you went on The Tonight Show. Yes. 23 yes, years uh, old. 23. Yeah. And you're, you're a dad. Uh, You've got a couple of kids, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a, uh, my son's 22. My daughter just turned 21. Uh, they're both pursuing what they love. And uh, uh, it's not in showbiz, so uh, that worked. But, um, <laughs> you know, they're both, uh, uh, you, you know, they've been... Uh, in college online, which is not the way to enjoy your your years uh, at the university. You know, I've been reading a lot. It's like for kids who have anxiety about going to school, 
Um, it kind of works twofold, and I'm sure Kenny knows about this better than anybody. But kids that have anxiety, sometimes it's even more so virtually because they feel like they're more in a in a in a fishbowl and and being observed even more intently. And then they're also saying that ones that have fear or anxiety about going to school, they love being home and not having to deal with that social aspect. But there could be some residue from all the months of them not having to engage that they may feel more comfortable, but it's creating more fear in the long run of not having to just deal with the social aspects that they fear to help strengthen them. So it's, you know, I'm not trying to act like Dr. Phil, but I'm just bored with comedy. As long as, as long as you're not Dr. Seuss, I think we're okay. We're yeah, talking with exactly. yeah. we're talking with Brad Garrett and educator Kenny. Um, we're going to take a short break. You're watching On Air Education, and uh, again, you can contact us at info at oneraireducation.com. We're going to take a short break. Be right back. Whoever you are, you're one of us. Whatever you want, we'll get you there. If you're not like anyone else, you're just what we're looking for. It's time to enroll in your future. Nevada State College. Welcome to the Great American Pub, a great place to hang out with your friends, watch a game, and enjoy some great pub food. Our kitchen is open 24-7 with our full menu. Try some of our signature dishes like lobster mac and cheese or clam chowder. Join us at the Great American Pub and enjoy happy hour specials. Grab a drink and enjoy great pub food from all over the country right here in Las Vegas. The Great American Pub with two great locations, 215 in Eastern and Flamingo in 215. In a changing world, it's time to change how we look at college. That's why Nevada State College provides excellence with affordability, a campus with diversity, and programs that offer opportunity. Nevada State College. Be bold, be great, be state. Thanks for coming back. My name is Jonathan Scott. You're watching On Air Education. Our guest today is comedian, actor Brad Garrett, and also an educator, and I can Kenny Belkamp. I, I I thank you so much for being here. It's been a crazy uh political year yes, and so tell me how do your classes get heated in discussion are these kids passionate about what's going on yeah they are they're extremely passionate these kids they know what's going on they they see what's going on in the world they have social media on their phones they're they're plugged in more than any other generation really um you know i, I look back and i'm a political junkie myself and i don't see i was nearly as involved as these kids are in understanding politics um so, I mean, they, they get it. And I think that's what uh, I try to try to hone in on with uh, my students when we have these conversations is just to talk to them like adults because they can understand this information. They can understand what's going on in the world. And we have these big discussions about, you know, the, the politics of the time, the issues, what should our government be doing? What should it not be doing? Uh, and then just trying to make sense of it all. So uh, it, it does make for really good conversation with the kids when you approach them as adults. So, Brad, you know, again, You've been off work for about a year now as far as performing. Have you taken to writing or, or teaching, or how are you dealing with the anxiety that you, you mentioned that you're having before? I, I've been drinking a lot of coffee, and it's been <laughs> helping, and laxatives. I've seen that in Veteran 60. I don't want to make this a commercial, but you know better than anyone, Justin, how at our age, what happens to the to Area 51. I'm always trying to write, uh, to work on different projects, um, and, uh, 
you know, it's funny you say teaching. I was teaching uh, a comedy uh, auditioning class for a while. Uh, that really, I don't love teaching as much on Zoom um, because I don't have the gift as much like like uh, a lot of our educators. It's a very different dynamic uh, when you're teaching acting on a screen as opposed to uh, uh, in a room. But uh, some people have been starting to go that route, so I've been doing a little, a little coaching. A lot of Zooms, a lot of charity stuff. Uh, a lot of the charities I do throughout the year um, have, have obviously gone virtual, and um, the club is just starting to open back up, which is great. We're, we're limited, obviously, but we're doing everything via the governor's COVID regulations. And uh, I think things are going to slowly, slowly come back. But uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hanging in there. I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky. You know, the one thing that, that I admire is I, I, you as an actor. Uh, the Jackie Gleason movie just floored me in your portrayal of Jackie Gleason. And, I, and I, I heard somebody say that it's easier for comedians to be actors than actors to be comedians. You know, and that, mm. that seems to be so true when you look at, you know, actors that have tried, but um, I didn't know that you taught or, or taught acting or yeah. auditioning. I think, I think a lot of comics or stand-ups or comedic people have, have a bit of a fearlessness uh, that I think you really need to do stand-up or to try comedy. You know, to really try comedy, you have to know that you're going to fall on your face. And it, it, it's a certain amount of uh, daringness, if you will. You know, I, I always call it like emotional skydiving, kind of. So I think it's a little bit easier for some comics to become actors because we do a monologue every night when we're on stage. And also, uh, I think with drama, there's a comfort in not having to hear a reaction every 90 seconds like you need for stand-up. So I think sometimes that transition is a little more friendly. I don't know. That's what my therapist says. <laughs> Kenny, do you have any questions for Brad about engagement or anything? Yeah, Brad, do you have any uh, any tips for us uh, going into this virtual world? Uh, any way to engage audiences more? Because uh, I know that's been a big struggle for myself, for my colleagues, of just trying to get uh, some interaction back and forth to uh, the screen sometime. Any tips are much appreciated. Kenny, you know, you really seem... Uh, to just have a grasp on it, and it's because you're you you have this ease about you. Uh, since you are more of a political educator, I think it's important to tell the children it's safe to go outside because uh, Trump lost. You know, I think a lot of it is just being what I'm sure you are is uh, 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 available. You know, we. A lot of us put educators and teachers on another level, kind of in a way on a pedestal, as they should be, along with, in my opinion, along with firefighters and policemen and, and uh, strippers. But, but I think, I think <laughs> is, is, uh, for them to know, especially in this era, that you know, we're feeling, we're feeling uh, what, what you're feeling. We know we're going to be okay. We know we're going to be safe. You're not alone in this, even though you're feeling like you're in a box and alone. 
you know, it's like the stand-ups that I'll sometimes see. They'll go on stage or they'll do something virtual, and they won't even talk about the pandemic. That's okay. A lot of it is, uh, you know, some, some stand-ups feel, well, they don't want to hear about it. They don't want... And then there are other stand-ups, like myself, who can talk about how it scared the hell out of me or how, <clears throat> you know... You know, how I had trouble conforming or the thing with the masks, how, you know, I can't wait to not have to wear a mask. I had no idea how, how bad my breath was for all these years. <laughs> you know, the things that where we can bring in humor, obviously, to this to this point we are uh, uh, in time. But but all I could say is, you know, and I think teachers know this innately, is to um, talk about it. You know, talk about it. Uh, you know, if I was a teacher, I would probably start each session with, uh, how, how are you doing? How's your family? What, uh, what seems to make you nervous? And, and what makes you hopeful? Because um, I think that's really right now what we need is, is connection. You, you, you've been successful with, with, with taking your classes and breaking them out into, again, you've got less than 40% are coming in. Mm -hmm. Uh, you haven't, are they starting yet? Uh, not yet. Uh, we're, we're getting there though. So, uh, we'll be, we'll be with them, uh, shortly within the next couple of days. We'll have kids back in the building, but, um, we've had, I've had great success getting kids to discuss things with, um, breakout rooms, you know, getting them into these smaller groups, uh, getting a, a way to make it you know, more humanistic, more, uh, more of a, an interpersonal dialogue just to talk about whatever is going on. Uh, just a lot of like what Brad was saying, where it's about making that, bring that human element back. Uh, and I, I try to preface everything I do with them. It's like, I'm learning this stuff too, because uh, you know I've been teaching for eight years now and and this has been the hardest year I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> I'm, we're building this airplane as we're flying it. So yeah, uh, we're, we're in it, we're a team. I, I tell them out all the time. It's like, whatever, if there's ever anything that, you know, you guys think we, we could try something creative or new that you guys come up with, let me know. And we've, we've done some cool things where, you know, we've done some breakout rooms, um, you know, I think even the the best part about with uh, this COVID situation with learning is uh, the the freeing up of being able to try things a little bit differently. Uh, like I haven't had more success with a lesson than uh, what I had the day after um, January 6th when the, the storming of the Capitol had, because uh, I was still processing it. And then I was forced to teach a bunch of kids about the system of government. And, um, you know, I just, I just told them, I was like, I don't know what to say because my, my belief had been, you know, shook in government. So let's just have an open and honest conversation. And, uh, you know, I've never had as many kids just say, thank you. Like, thank you for having this conversation with us. Thank you for, you know, treating us like adults and we can actually kind of process this and understand like the promises of this country and, and what we as citizens can do to make sure it's fulfilled. Brad, what was your take on January 6th? I, I couldn't tear myself away from the television. I, I couldn't believe I was watching it. Incredibly sad, uh, disheartened, uh, not able to really explain it uh, to my kids, even though they're of the age where they get it. Uh, it's, 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 it's just a very frightening time hopefully we'll take it as a giant wake-up call. You know, this country isn't great on learning lessons, and uh, it's surrounded by so much greed, you know, that I think that there just needs to be a... I just don't know what's going to happen with government. It's got to be a very interesting time for Kenny to be teaching this. I just... 
you know, you see things every couple months that you find very hard to believe. Um, and I just think that what we saw, the division we are really frightened about is very much here. And I think on January 6th, the world saw that. I, I, you know, I'm worried about uh, how we're viewed, not just by our citizens, but on the, on the world stage. So it's, um, you know, we need comedy. Uh, Kenny, get out of teaching. It's got to be a wild time to be teaching politics, but um, it's, I don't know why it doesn't come down to what we need as a nation uh, on a humanistic level, you know. Uh, I didn't think there were so many people that would buy in uh, to things that are just unhealthy as a whole. Uh, but we're learning. We're learning. I, I spoke with Kenny about that. I said, did you find that your, your students are 50-50, mm -hmm. you know, just like the election? And, and you said, yeah. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I I have a a pretty a pretty even split for the most part. I mean, uh, with the the area of town that we're in, where I'm teaching at Del Sol, we do tend to lean a little bit more left. Uh, but for the most part, we do have you know, plenty of conservatives coming up from you know these young ages. We like to paint these generations, uh, you know, as a monolith of just oh all these lefties growing up. But no, there's there's plenty of moderates and conservatives, and they're all over the political spectrum. Any tips for your fellow teachers or parents that are out there? Uh, I think just lead with empathy, lead with, uh, you know, just trying to have understanding, try to be creative, um, you know, try to approach them as adults, involve them in the process because, you know, we're all learning this stuff as we go. They know what works for them. Uh, we know what works on our end, but what works for us doesn't always work for all our kids. So have the conversation, reach out to them. Well, you're doing a heck of a job. We appreciate you. you. Kenny Belknap, you're watching On Air Education. Our guest is Brad Garrett uh, zooming in, and uh, we're going to lighten it up a little bit with our next guest, Brooke, Brooke Patton uh, from the Rabbit Hole Children's Theater, and we're going to take one more quick commercial break. Stay right where you is. Whoever you are, you're one of us. Whatever you want, we'll get you there. If you're not like anyone else, you're just what we're looking for. It's time to enroll in your future. Nevada State College. Welcome to the Great American Pub, a great place to hang out with your friends, watch a game, and enjoy some great pub food. Our kitchen is open 24-7 with our full menu. Try some of our signature dishes like lobster mac and cheese or clam chowder. Join us at the Great American Pub and enjoy happy hour specials. Grab a drink and enjoy great pub food from all over the country right here in Las Vegas. The Great American Pub with two great locations, 215 in Eastern and Flamingo in 215. In a changing world, it's time to change how we look at college. That's why Nevada State College provides excellence with affordability, a campus with diversity, and programs that offer opportunity. Nevada State College. Be bold, be great, be state. And we're back. Jonathan Scott with On Air Education. I want to thank our guest, Brad Garrett, all the way from Los Angeles, California, or parts therein. And of course, our educator, Kenny Belknap, for joining us today. And we've got Brooke Patton from the Rabbit Hole Children's Theater. Brooke grew up in Las Vegas, moved to New York for musical theater school, started performing children's theater, felt a calling to open a children's theater that focuses on imaginary play and nurturing kids' creative confidence. Now, the, I, I see we've got your magic wand kit right here. Yes. I've got the magic wand, so I'm going to wave it and make COVID go away. 
away with you, COVID, away with you, away with you. <laughs> so tell us about your rabbit hole. Well, yeah. So first of all, thank you for having me today. I'm very grateful and honored to be here. Um, yeah. So I founded a children's theater about eight years ago that really focuses on the importance of nurturing kids' creative confidence through imaginary play. And um, we do this through classes, camps, birthday parties. Um, and then when COVID happened, we sort of had to practice what we preach and turn to our own creativity and use our own imaginations and sort of develop new ways that we could. Um, help bring the magic that you would find in our in-person programming to the comfort of your your home. And so we started to develop um, kits where we would send a different imaginary play kit to kids' houses. And then we would offer classes, camps online. And we are very excited because we are about to launch our um, second virtual at-home summer camp season where we created um, a whole rabbit hole universe called the Rabbit Hole Queendom. And it's filled with eight different enchanting lands ranging from the warrior princess forest to the magic garden to the ice cream castle. And each week of summer, kids get to come be a part of our camp. And they'll have live components that go with the camp. And then they'll also have um, an at-home kit that we send to their house that's full with curtains, lights, backdrops, and a character where they really get to develop their own unique character inspired by their imagination. So we really are still keeping our mission of um, honoring every child's unique creative spirit. So our associate producer, Carol adams Hatara asked, are you going to develop this program for older children? <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, we we would love to have a youth program and keep um, ideally having kids be able to start this as young as two and then go all the way till 18. And so you're looking for more teachers, if you will, or more, what would you call them? Party, party throwers? Or- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we we are definitely always looking for creative people to be a part of the rabbit hole and and join our team. Um, and then, yeah, and we would love to share this. Um, you know, we were we were a local studio. And the one thing that's been an opportunity with COVID is that um, now we are able to, to reach kids all over. So it's not centered to 25 kids in a classroom. This can really expand um, nationwide and really um, spread this movement of honoring each child's unique creative space. So the kids have a week, like five days, Monday Mm -hmm. through Friday, Mm -hmm. for a few hours, get them out of the parents' hair a little bit. They can color, they can write their own theatrical play, they've got the curtain, they've got the characters, the costumes, and they could, through virtual... Put on put on the show and have their grandparents and everybody tune in. Yeah, and I get it. You got it. Um, <laughs> one more important thing that I think is really important is that we we noticed that um, a lot of kids are getting extra screen time right now. So we really wanted to have a component that um, that is uh, uh, with our camp is as much time off the screen as they are on the screen. So that's why we built um, this at home camp where it's full of creative projects and also an audio adventure to spark their imagination. So the audio adventure provides fill in the blank space. So kids are never told what to say, but rather prompted. And then they get to um, present this show for their families at the end of the week. And some kids like to call grandma and grandpa over Zoom to come watch or invite them to come in. Um, Some kids like to get their stuffies out and perform for their stuffies. And some kids just uh, some kids like to make movies out of it. And then some kids just used to like it, like to do it for play. And the website? Um, The rabbit hole theater dot com. The rabbit hole theater dot com. Yes. Yeah. Patton, the general yes. of Children's Theater. Yes. Thank you thank very you much. Thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. My name is Jonathan Scott. I want to thank our, our guest, uh, of course, Brad Garrett and Kenny Belknap uh, from Del Sol High School. I want to thank our associate producer, Carol Adams-Hatar, and, of course, our sponsor, Nevada State College. 
be nice to each other. And uh, for more information, you can always email us at info at onairedication.com. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.